All of the podcasts here at the Sideshow Network are now with the touch of a button on your iPhone and iPad. With the new Sideshow Network app, tune into all your favorite podcasts here at the Sideshow Network. Go to iTunes App Store, search for Sideshow Network, and download our free app to stream all of your favorite Sideshow Network podcasts at any time you want. The top comedians in the world are at your fingertips with the Sideshow Network app for iPhone and iPad. So you're thinking about starting a new website? Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to tell someone or sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Or maybe you want to start that new podcast. Ah, huh. <laughs> GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. That's impossible. They're always $99.99 or $12.99. They're $12.99, but right now GoDaddy's offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. On the actual internet or is this some BS sub-internet? No, no, this is GoDaddy.com. Right. We all use GoDaddy.com. Everything I have is on GoDaddy.com. I know. And each new .com comes with a free instant page website and a built-in photo album, so what are you waiting for? I don't Get believe Get your new it. website started today. I think it sounds like a scam. It can't possibly be GoDaddy's true. GoDaddy's not a scam. They have... Uh, uh, that hot check, Danica Patrick, for mm-hmm. their stuff. So it's not a scam. Plus, I use it for everything. It better not be a scam. <laughs> Go to GoDaddy.com and enter the code FORK at the checkout or click on the GoDaddy banner on our website. And you're all set to go. Fork you if you don't take advantage <laughs> of this incredible GoDaddy deal. I'm going to take advantage of it. Welcome to A Fork on the Road. I'm Mark DiCarlo, and to my right, the lovely and talented traveling diva, that's Yenny Alvarez. Yay! Fresh from Miami Beach. Oh, that was so much fun. New York City and Chicago. We've been on the road for about 12 days. We're back in Los Angeles this week. To do show 13. (laughs) My favorite number. We've got a great show lined up for you. World-famous comedian, television personality, and bon vivant. Bill Dwyer is going to be joining us on this show as we talk about travel, food, and things that make you go, hmm. Mm. Show, as always, brought to you by the good folks at GoDaddy. Go to GoDaddy, use the code FORK, as in FORK YOU if you don't go to GoDaddy. Ah. And instead of paying $12.99 for a domain, you get it for $1.99. Also, um, you can transfer a domain from somebody else to GoDaddy and get the same great deal. So that's a dollar ninety nine for a year. That's over. That's you're you can saving do transfers too. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. it's like a subway. You're saving ninety percent using our code, which is Fork F O R K, because that's the name of our show. Yay! Fork on the road, all about food, travel, and fun. Also, if you're going to be driving around this summer, use the Enviro tabs. Those are little tablets that you put in your gas tank. You'll get 15% better gas mileage. You can find out more about them by going to markdecarlo.com and clicking on the Road Raves tab. I've been using Enviro tabs for a year. I'm getting better gas mileage. You should, too, because to the gas companies. <laughs> That's what I say. That's Screw a them. Sound. You know lovely. what? The, ga- the price of oil goes down the 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 oil the gasoline inches down one or two cents. If somebody farts and the price of oil goes up on the stock market, the money the, the price of gas goes up fifty sixty cents overnight. Fight the power, I say. Fight the man. Fight him. 
by buying Enviro tabs at markdecarlo.com, clicking on the Road Raves tab. And don't forget to check me out on the Huffington Post. I got a piece on Buddy Guy this week. Buddy Guy, one of the great blues players of all time, is out on tour this summer and uh, got a funny piece uh, about Buddy and um, a couple of the young kids that he's bringing along. That's one good thing about the blues. Yenny does not like the blues. I don't get it. I don't get the blues. It's because you hate black people. <laughs> That's why. So not true. You hate black people. No. Just, baby, it's okay. Just say it. What, people I just should don't know. get the music. I don't get the blues. What don't you get about woke up this morning? It's not the words. It's just, it, it all sounds the same to me. I'm sorry. You know what? It could be. And I'm not making a joke here. It could be because English is not your first language. And most of the blues, it's metaphorical talking about love and sex because but back in the day, the you music. couldn't say it. It's also the music. It disrupts my brain pattern. It does. Oh, you're teeing that up so high for me. But baby, <laughs> mathematically, blues, jazz, rock, they're all the same. Well, I can it's listen the same to jazz chord and I progressions. Like it. Just blues, I don't get. The, because the, you hate black people. No, because the kind of songs that you sing, they all sound the same to me. Sorry. They do. I, I've i been going to blues clubs. I, I to, honestly to don't think you understand. When B.B. King says, you, you explain this song to me, and then I'll show you what I mean. All of B.B. King's songs, they all sound the same to me. Oh, my God. I can't tell B.B. King from oh my God. Stevie Ray Vaughan oh! or Muddy, Muddy Waters oh, or, or Buddy Guy. I can't tell different. them. You know, the only one I could tell the difference you know I don't is know. that guy, the, the wolf guy. How, how, how the wolf? Yes, that's the only one I can actually tell. But that's baby, that, that, the the, there's a huge difference between... That's like saying, I don't know the difference between Che Guevara and Fidel Castro. Okay, really? See? Really? That's my point. Don't go there, DiCarlo. They're different. Don't go there, DiCarlo. When B.B. King, when B.B. King... You explain what, what he's really talking about in this song, to, and I'm going to make my point, Okay. One of BB's first early no. hits was no, fun. Let's talk about travel. I got a sweet little angel. I love the way she spreads her wings. What is he talking about? Butter? I don't know. I got a sweet little angel. And I love the way she spread her wings. Can we talk about travel? No, tell me what that song is about. I don't want to tell you. It's what about that song sex. Is. Yes, they're all about sex. Wings. Got it. Oh, JJ. My fly's open. Oh, perfect. Forgot to zip up my fly. Uh, can we talk about travel? No, I literally okay, so this I, I drove weekend, all the way here. Wait. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, anyways, so check me out. Uh, we write, we write, um, I, I write travel pieces for the Huffington Post. So you can go to HuffingtonPost.com and just search Mark DiCarlo. We have some really great pieces on Italy on there. We've got the Buddy Guy piece that's out now, and I'm going to be writing about Firenze oh. in Italia. Oh, can we talk Venice about that next show? And Athens. Please, yeah, we, we'll do, we are going to do a European show in a couple of weeks here telling you how to buy travel to Europe, how to save money, and then once you're in Europe, where to go. Mm -hmm. But how do we get off on the boat? Oh, Buddy Let's talk guy. about travel. Let's yeah. talk about travel. Huffington Post, buddy guy. And also follow me on Twitter, at Mark DiCarlo. That's a great way to get deals and find out about the shows. And, um, and follow me too. Right after you follow at Mark DiCarlo, I'm at Traveling Diva underscore. Because somebody else has Traveling Diva. What? I know. We should, can we firebomb them Twitter-wise? <laughs> is, there, is there a way to like photobomb someone that. on Twitter? Oh, I tried to get it, but I couldn't because right. I don't have a copyright. Anyway. And um, so, so you'll follow us on the Twitter. You'll listen to us on the uh, on the radio and the iTunes here, and uh, follow us on Huffington Post. And uh, that way, that's the best way you can win prizes, like the prize that we're giving away this week. We have one more week 
because of the holiday, we're pushing it one more week, giving away an underwater Vivitar camera, an 850W underwater camcorder, so you can actually shoot video as long as you can hold your breath. Mm. But you need video when you travel, and that's what we're talking about. Now, yes. we were in New York City last week. We did a, a live uh, remote there City. from the... the uh, the uh, Times Square. Yeah. It was raining. We actually got into an argument because Mark is so negative about New York City. It smells just, like piss. It does not. Stop it. Sean, does it smell like piss? Not from his experience. You're such New a York brown City loser. is. Uh, you lived in New York? Yay! And it didn't smell. I don't know if Brooklyn of smells. Not. Manhattan smells. It does not. It does not. It doesn't smell. Well, and it didn't smell? Manhattan, when, he says Manhattan, when he says Manhattan, he only knows Midtown. Okay? I was in Midtown. Yeah, he only knows Midtown. Maybe I just he, have he a super know. sensitive have- nose for piss. I would be a great, like a drug sniffing dog. For piss. Right. I could smell people's piss and say, oh, he just smoked a joint. That's disgusting. And you do not have a great nose, so I don't know what you were smelling. I would have detected I it before you did. I, I was smelling piss. I would have detected it before Listen, you did. You know New what I smell when I go to New York City? You smell Despair? the pretzels. You smell the, the roasted sweet nuts that, that are from the vendors in the street. You're listening to somebody playing the saxophone. You're walking down Broadway. You see people coming out. Knifing elders. Beating each did other Did you get up. knifed in New York City? Only no. because I was fast. No. I saw the flash no, of the night. No, it was fantastic. And the food is incredible. I'll tell you this. We saw some great Broadway shows there. Yeah. We saw uh, my friend Andrea Martin in Pippin mm-hmm. literally stopped the show. You've heard that term, showstopper? She yeah. stopped the show. She comes out. She plays the old lady, plays the grandmother in Pippin. She comes out. She sings her song. Everybody stopped, stood up, applauded, 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 applauded. Yeah, but did you tell them why they stood up? She had a standing ovation in the middle of the show. There's this... I don't think we should say, because then people will be not be surprised. She just does a great... If you're familiar with the show, Pippin... Say it. People know. She sings this song upside down on a giant ring floating through the air. It's phenomenal. I don't know how she did that. And I mean, she's not 20. No, but she's... she's she, I don't think Andrea Martin gets the credit she deserves. She is one of the funniest women in history. I put her in the Lucille Ball and Carol Burnett Absolutely. category of funny. Absolutely. And I She's do too. And you know me, I'm genius. brutal when it comes to female comedians. No. Especially her and Catherine O'Hara together from SCTV. Brilliant. So Andrew Martin is playing the role that was started by Irene Ryan from the Beverly Hillbillies mm-hmm. when Pippin came out in mm-hmm. uh, the 70s. And she just kills it. She kills it. It's phenomenal. So definitely worth seeing Pippin. Uh, we saw Nathan Lane in the Nance, which was good. A little Borscht Belty, but uh, I, it was, it was great I to watch Nathan Lane more, work. Could, because you I mean you, the bar is set so high, and he did he did a great job. Don't get me wrong, but I I don't know. I wanted something extra from Nathan Lane, and I like just, upside down hanging from a hoop. Maybe, maybe, but like it a was, gay hoop. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't as great as Pippin. It wasn't as great. Oh, um, what is it? Vanya, Masha, blah, 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 and Spike. Mm-hmm. Sonia, Vanya, Masha, and Spike. Mm-hmm. That was phenomenal. The three um, monologues they have in Act 2, each of them was absolutely incredible. David Hyde Pierce. I love David Sigourney Hyde Pierce. Sigourney Weaver. Can I say I love David Hyde Pierce? He's good. I could not get my eyes away from him. I wanted to see all his reactions. <laughs> At one point, Spike, this really buff young guy... Um, is flirting with David Hyde Pierce, and David Hyde Pierce, you know, he's Fraser's brother. You know, it's that type of character, but a little deeper. Um, comes over and gives him a mohawk. <laughs> the guy, David's face at that moment, I, 
I, I mean, you have to see this guy's expressions live, not only on TV. You have to come to Broadway and check him out on Broadway. He is just amazing to look at. Right. And that, 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 that is the one thing that I, I agree that it's... It, you keep wanting to see what he's going to do next. If you go to New York... You haven't been in New York unless you see some Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. And Newsies uh, was fantastic. Okay. You didn't see it because no, you didn't, didn't want to see was, singing Disney uh, kids. I was working. But you know what? The choreography was incredible. Sure. I love the soundtrack. Everybody there did an awesome job. I, that was my second favorite. Pippin was incredible, phenomenal. Genius. Newsies was my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, summertime is a great time to go to New York because the place was it was crowded with people. You you hear every language on earth. It's like Times Square was like the UN. Everybody looks different. I everyone smells that. different. Everyone sounds and I was different. Able to practice my Italian. A yes, you bit. were. A little bit. Sí. Sí. Yo parlo un poco italiano. Sí. Per qué el mio marito no parla italiano? Eh. Per qué? So we went from New York City, <laughs> then we went down to Miami for a couple of days, and filled with Cubans. Filled. Oh my God, it's lousy with Cubans. <laughs> you are a foreigner if you speak English in Miami. Yes, and there's some parts in Hialeah where they have a sign that says "We speak English." Like woo. Yay! Uh, beautiful people down there. Very muggy. New York was muggy. Miami's muggy. It's good to be back in Southern California where it's hot but dry. Yeah. Um, and Domino Park? Mm-hmm. In Miami. Oh, that was great. That's fun. You get to go and watch all the um, older people play dominoes. And fight. And were you, fight. Were you there right. when the guy was yelling at the lady because she took a seat? <laughs> Every, you know, you play dominoes, you lose, you have to get up and let somebody else play who's waiting to play. So this lady sits down and this guy starts screaming at her that you're going from table. And your, your sister was translating all this for me. You're going from table to table to table. It's not fair. I was playing here for it's they were like six year olds. Well, like they wait six a year long old, time to play But it's play hilarious. There. They're all like 80, and they all like 60-year-old people crying and bitching and moaning. I was going around with. taking photos. Yeah, I got fun. great photos of that. And uh, it's it's definitely worth seeing, Miami. But what we're going to talk about today is comedy and travel. We have one of the best, one of the funniest, one of the goofiest comedians working in America today. He is joining us on the show. It's the one, the only, Bill Dwyer. Welcome to A Fork on the Road, Bill D. Wow, is that it? That's it. <laughs> is, is, see, man, I'm telling you, you never know what you're going to get with any podcast when it comes to an intro. A lot of people, a lot of screwing around. What episode is this? I don't know. What is this? But you guys, welcome, Bill D. We are professionals here. I could tell people that you were on Last Comic Standing, that you're from Chicago, that you're hilarious, that you prance around in salmon-colored pants and you're straight. But that's stuff for you to say, not me. I, um, how about the fact that you call it prancing? How about, how about walking tall and proud and standing confidently? If you're wearing salmon pants, it's prancing. <laughs> and who is your... Who was your fat friend who was giving me the business that night at your place? Oh, was Which, that? One? Which one? Did he have a beard? <laughs> I can't remember. There was one guy there I wanted to go, hey, man, <laughs> if this wasn't a party, uh, we might have to step outside. You know what? I have a lot of fat friends, I think. I think it might have been. Uh, I'm, not so, I'm not exactly sure who it was. But I know, I know they were fans of yours, Bill. There was, a, there was some guy there who was, uh, yeah, very much into my wife. And uh, was giving me the business, and um, I was trying to be a gentleman about the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> oh I know who it was. It was my buddy Peter. Was that who it was, Peter? Mm-hmm. He was the, okay. he was the guy that actually married us. 
He did. Yes, he was the, he was the officiant. And is that a legal marriage? No. No, you was can't. Was it obnoxious when he married you? Yeah, he was actually it was good. Beautiful. Though. You can't legally marry a Cuban. I don't know if you know that. We're basically it's just a sham, Yanny and I. We're not. Yeah, that's not. Whoops. Okay. Yeah. You still there? I'm here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Yanny is a Cuban. Is that right? That's yeah, right. She is. Is she? She can hear me. Can she? Yes, I can. She can hear me. Is that yes, right? I is she can, Bill. Same? She's in the same room as you, Mark. Is that right? She's right to my right, Bill, the lovely traveling diva. She's got headphones on. She's plugged in, and she's enjoying, so far, the the mirth and hilarity you've brought to the show. How about uh, how about the fact that you guys have been married for uh, less than a year? Right. Uh, but over 200 days, am I right? Well, seven times. Yes, it's been over 200 days. All right. I'm going to say my new thing with marriage is, um, you know, you tell people I've been married two years. I go, huh, okay. But you tell people, uh, yeah, we're coming up on 900 days. They go out of their minds. (laughs) 900 days, how do you do it? How many days have you been married, Bill? Well, we will be celebrating our... uh, 10,000 days. Wow. <laughs> we figured this out the other day. Did you really? <laughs> in, uh, yeah, in two years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you were one of the, you were one of the first guys in our group we, we, uh, th- to get married. Right. And, and then we would still go out and go to the parties. Right. Except we had a we had a baby. Right. No. We he, uh, we were we were the first ones to get married, and we were the first ones to have a baby. Surprise. <laughs> and. Uh, and then we would go to parties, and we would say to people, "Don't throw your coats on the baby," <laughs> because you know you don't want to walk around the party with the baby. I no. mean, you love the baby, but you love the party. But as a result, now your kids are the best at fending off clothing of any child I know. You, exactly. You can't That's throw a thing. shirt or a pair of pants on them. They just like they high karate them away. Right, because you tell people, don't throw your coats on the baby, and the way some people would think that we used to hang out with, they'd say, well, what am I supposed to throw on the baby? You know, and so, yeah, they're they're very good at avoiding things. We had a very high idiot concentration at our party. (laughs) Delightful idiots. But, you know, there are lots of idiots. Well, let's, let's talk think, about your career, Bill. Let's go back to the beginning. You started... Really? In, well, not the very beginning. But you, we, all, um, we all came out from Chicago. And we all met here doing improv comedy back in the, what, late early Right, but I didn't, I didn't know you in Chicago. No, I didn't know you either. No. No, but I'm saying no. a lot of us, you know, I came out from Chicago. Uh, a lot of guys came out from um, Michigan, the Midwest, and we all kind of met here doing improv. And now you've you've created a fantastic career traveling all around the country doing stand-up. You're doing uh, shows, which we're going to get to in a minute. Let's talk about some of your early days in stand-up and some of your horrific travel adventures. Because <laughs> I'm sure you've had some. Um, well, I remember when... Um um, it wasn't. It was. It was in the middle of my. It was in the middle of my stand-up career, and I was headlining, and uh, and doing pretty well. Uh, and I was in Kansas City, and I remember the owner of the club uh, was kind of out of his mind on uh, on drugs and uh, other things. Hmm, that's weird for and, a um, club guy. And uh, right, yeah, he ran the club, and <laughs> I also remember his. <laughs> Can I tell you this story? Yes, you Bill. You could, I wish you would, yes. because obviously it's pretty funny. <laughs> well, his, his his father 
uh, got into radio, and he became like an ultra-conservative radio host, uh-huh. except he was terrible at it, right? And and he was trying to, you know, drum up uh, outrage over, uh, you know, a kid who um, wouldn't say the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, because it had under God on it, and he'd say, oh, what do you think about that, Bill? And I'd, I'd go, I go, well, I go, let me, let me, and I'd say it, and i go, you know, it doesn't sound bad. I go, it's fine. It's fine by me. Yeah, I go, you know, it's, it's good. And he'd, and he'd just get madder and madder. And then we'd go to a commercial. i go, look, can you tell me some showbiz stories? I mean, do you know Brad Pitt or anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to go, I live in Glendale. I'm, I'm working in Kansas City. Do you understand anything, anything about show business? Like, like not even my mom would say, you know, have you met Brad Pitt yet? You know, not even anybody like that. But this guy... It is, you know Brad Pitt or anybody? It is and funny when, went, you, when you travel, you go around the country to some of the smaller places or the smaller cities that aren't L.A., and people ask me the same kind of things. That you tell them you live in Los Angeles, and I think they picture some sort of some sort of hedonistic Xanadu where we all walk around in togas and hang out with Angelina Jolie and, and, uh, and Johnny Carson. And we don't. Speak sadly, for yourself. Sadly, we don't. At least I don't. Yeah, Yeti, Yeti does, of course. I like my togas. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. It's, it's the same business to them. So they just think, you know, we all, you know, you know, clock in at the office, you know, and you get in your cubicle. And, uh, you know, Angelina Jolie, of course, has an office. Sure. But the rest of us are in cubicles, yeah. Right. Yeah, and you're just, uh, yeah, you're just dialing for jobs. Hey, you know, hey, you're looking for a TV host? Hey, how are you? (laughs) Hey, hey, it's Mark looking for a TV host. Um, So at the same club, the uh, the owner, um, uh, I said, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take off. Um, Can I get some cab money, you know, for the, uh, for the cab? He goes, ah, I'll pick you up. I, I said, uh, no, no, let's don't. I go, you know what? I'll, I'll just take a cab. He goes, no, come on, get you. It'll be fun. It'll be You're last wasted out of your mind, sir. I don't want you to drive me. Right. In six hours or whatever, in eight hours, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. My cab's leaving in the morning. And um, I'm waiting. I'm calling him. No, nothing. You know, can I get a cab? I miss, I miss my flight. And, uh, and then because of the wild Fires in San Diego. Um, I had to spend the night in Dallas. Oh my God, I was furious. And I'm just calling this guy, and he never answered. I'm just calling him and cursing him out over the phone. And and you know, had I had I had I been on my flight, uh, yeah, I haven't gone back since. <laughs> but I think he stopped doing coke, also. So either that or he's dead. You know, He's learned his lesson. Sure he has. Uh, I don't know if it was for me. What's your favorite city to visit uh, for eating? Like when, when you find out that you're going to be going to a place to do a gig, you're happy because you're going to go to a specific restaurant that you love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I love going back to Chicago. Yep. But uh, Yenny and I were just in New York last weekend, and she loves New York. I adore that city. I think it's a toilet, and it smells like piss. Where do you come down on this? Uh, on New York, yeah. I've had a good time uh, when I've been there. Yeah, I've I've only spent you know the most time I spent in New York was uh, was about ten days. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Boy, it gets humid there, huh? Oh my god! Especially when you're in the subway. Two in the morning, waiting for the train to come. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It sounds like a turning tricks. Pouring off me, yeah, 
Yeah, I decided to take a train. Yeah, I had to go see my uh, a stand up with my uh, cousin who lived somewhere. I don't know that city. I don't. I don't know. You know what's east, west. I don't really. It's so I don't, I don't know where it lives, but it was far away from Manhattan. All right, well, so where do you like to go? Where do you like? Where, where do you get excited to go when you know you're going to get a good meal? I used to love the steaks in Dallas. Right. Jesus Christ. Right. They love oh their meat God. down there. They do, and they do it right, don't they? Yeah. God. Yeah. Boy, you go to Dallas, and that was my first taste of French food in Dallas, too. Dallas French has a, food in Dallas? I know. French food in Dallas at a tremendous French restaurant. I can't remember the name of it. Bonjour, but, asshole. Come it, on in and sit down. <laughs> blew my mind. It was so good. And then the next night was a, was a steak, I think, at uh, Del Frisco's. And uh, mother, God damn. You can say they, it. They love how to marble their steaks down there in Dallas, oh, don't sure they? sure they do. Just like their women. Their women are finely marbled as well. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, right? I would in like, a good I, way. Yeah, I would like to have the Aquanet concession in Dallas. <laughs> Aquanet, the good old days. A lot of big hair down in Bring Dallas. Bring back the 80s. But let's, you, let's be honest, yeah. the, the greatest guitar player in the history of the world, Stevie Ray Vaughan, came out. Now, is that, is that who you believe is the greatest of all time? I think so. Why? Who do you have? Some, you have somebody else? I don't know, but I, I, I did see him live in college once, and uh, it was tremendous. It was like he was channeling somebody. He, I, I somebody, saw him, yeah, fan, He was fantastic. Yeah, as someone who knows nothing about the guitar... Which I think is like a high praise indeed to go, Jesus, could this guy play? Yeah. I mean, you were out of your mind. And I've seen King Crimson. That 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 kid, that guy can, you know. Mm-hmm. That guy's good too, but it's just, it's too much. You go, guys, come on. Can we take a break? <laughs> guys. I think I would stick King with Crimson. Zach Wild. <laughs> so now, so all right, now tell me, tell me the place, tell me the place you least like to go. Well, now why would I do that? I mean, as far as food, Jesus. No, like a, Who has, a city where you just don't get it. <laughs> where, you, where you go up on stage and you tell your jokes and they just blink back at you like you're speaking Chinese. No, well, that never... Uh, you know... Uh, you're, you're hilarious everywhere is what you're saying. <laughs> well, you know, I've had moments in all sorts of places, like early on in my career. Oh, I got to tell you, boy, I'll tell you, El Paso. And this was, uh, you know, this was like 15 years ago. Uh, they did not, they were not enjoying the film. <laughs> you have, they switched you... me. They switched me after Friday night. I did Friday's second show. Yeah. Right. And it was horrible. I, I fell asleep during the first and second show. On stage? Right? No. <laughs> it would have been just as good had I. But I fall asleep in the green room, and all of a sudden, somebody, bam, opens up the door and goes, they're introducing you for the second show. And I and I, I run out there, and uh, just nothing. Nothing. <laughs> for uh, quite a while. Nothing. And uh, so they switched me the next Paso? night. You're going to blame it on El Paso, not the fact that you weren't prepared, you were half asleep? Yeah, yeah. No, I do. That's what comics do, yeah. They blame it on the audience and the town and everything else. And the microphone and the wood. The wood and the stage and the sound. The sound. Oh, my God. They didn't hear me. That's why they weren't laughing. Yeah. 
So they switched me the next night, and of course I killed because I was a teacher, and it was you know it's a, it's a cake spot, you know. Right. And um, and I worked with uh, Joey Diaz, who's really funny but also really filthy. But it was it was like his crowd. That second show on Friday was like his crowd. Oh, everyone's always you really know? hammered. And they just want to hear the, the potty mouth stuff. Yeah, and and plus it's it's funny filth is what he gives you. Right. I mean that guy's. That guy's pretty, uh, pretty goddamn charismatic on stage. Well, and so are you, Bill. You have a great style. You're not really long on segues. You just stand <laughs> there, like almost like a boxer, daring people not to laugh, and you'll spit out some chunks, and then you just change gears and you go someplace else. And if people aren't tracking with you, uh, you know they have to get on board. They just have to get is that, uh, Is that my problem? <laughs> that, sounds like a, that sounds like a horrible show to watch. My little brother Dan saw you on stage probably 15 years ago. And, ev- <laughs> and every time I bring you up, he's like, oh, yeah, he talks about cats. He's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> one time, like one joke. It was a good one, though, too. It was. Um, and, he qu- and you he, know what he all does it was? It was, just, it was just an attitude joke. That's all that was. Attitude. Um, tell yeah. me, tell me the joke. What's he doing right nowadays, now? your brother? Uh, he's what's a, he doing? He's a big-time lawyer now. Big time. Oh, right. Yeah. In Chicago? Uh, right here in Los Angeles. Oh, all right. He's a, okay. He's a he's a he was at lawyer. the party. He was, and he always he talks yeah. about this bit. You used to cats are nice, <laughs> and then you would do a whole bit on you do a little cat you know, joke. I invited sort of. Bill to do a bit at your party, and he wussed out. He he said no, he I no, I did not. Was, what happened? Um, I was I was um I was ready to roll if uh, well, if I was you called. You didn't know if you were going to. So I don't know um, if Billy put you on the list because you were amazing. Somebody, I don't know who was running the show, but I said, Billy. if I didn't call the pot, I will be ready. Last year, Yenny threw me a, uh, a party for my birthday, listeners. And I, I, I am very, very lucky in that I and Bill have a ton of hilarious friends. Wouldn't you agree, Billy? Yeah, we, I was I was dying. We know a lot yeah. of funny people, so I so said we did a roast. I wanted a roast for my birthday. So no, you I'm, didn't know you were getting a roast. Well, I knew I that wanted people surprise. to perform. So I yeah, everyone you got a up. Talent show. Whatever. I just I have a lot of talented friends, and I I I laughed my ass off all night long. It was it was really funny. Yeah, it was uh, it was tremendously funny. We should do a viewing. we should do and, a viewing. Um, Oh, I don't Bill, know if Bill, uh, let's throw a yeah. party. We'll throw a party. We'll do a viewing. We'll record you, and, and we'll then we'll cut add you it onto the it. tape. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make it. Yeah. Add it. Add it to this podcast. <laughs> so I'm like super interesting. <laughs> I, uh, I sometimes I never know because I'm not there with you guys. I know. I wish do do people know that? Should we tell people that? I think you sound sufficiently downgraded to know that you're not in the room yeah. with us. You're you should be here. Yeah. We would have liked that. No, I would love Next to be time. there with you guys because then you can do radio things like raise your hand, like, hold on a second, I've got something funny to say, or <laughs> thumbs up, or bring it down a little and give them the roller coaster stretch. <laughs> stretch that story. See, stretch we don't, that we don't baby that out. We don't have that problem. Tell me whatever you want. I think a lot of people uh, remember you from uh, Last Comic Standing. You have any funny stories about that experience? You know, I saw you before I met Mark. I saw you on Last Comic Standing. I remember that season. He's very. That was uh, season four, the boat year. Yeah, they almost they almost killed the show. They thought it'd be hilarious to put us on the Queen Mary. No, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't. There's nothing. There's nothing funny about the Queen Mary. Okay, it just got. It almost ruined that show. And um. You know what? Uh, I got to tell you though, um, 
uh, <laughs> uh, Gabriel Iglesias, who got who got tossed he off got, the show. Yeah, he got tossed up because he was uh, texting his girlfriend, mm -hmm. and you're not right. supposed to have any communication with people outside. Rules of are the, rules, baby. Yeah, so right. But what they what they did was they took away, you know, all our when we were in the hotel. You know, they took away all of our, they took away our iPods, cell phones, you know, computers, th that sort of thing, you mm -hmm. know? Because, again, they didn't want you. What Gabe did is he taped, like the Godfather, he taped his real cell phone behind the toilet tank. <laughs> so when they came in, he put a fake cell phone in the box, and they said, <laughs> okay, great. What a great idea. And also, when we were in the hotel, before we ever knew if we were finalists, mm -hmm. you know, we were sequestered in the hotel in a like a jury. Holiday Inn or what's that? Like a jury. Like a jury, yeah. Gabe uh, bribed the uh, the the staff there <laughs> to who let him use the service elevator. <laughs> <laughs> what? And he bribed the people at Avis down in front. So that he could have a car waiting for him in the garage, so that he could go visit his girlfriend who who had just had a like minor surgery at the time, and of course get fast food. <laughs> and we take the service elevator down to the garage where a car would be waiting for him, <laughs> and then drive off. You know what? It had so to he be could get some in and out. It had to. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be a and Latino. Nobody I hate knew. To say it, but my people. Yeah. We get around. Still. You know what? Those the rules rules are for suckers. If you can circumvent them, well, he got thrown out. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, he was really funny. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Gabriel is really really funny. Yeah, Gabriel is. Yeah, I mean, and and he's and he's totally charismatic too, and he's just so likable, and yeah. he's and he's enormous. Yeah, he he's is. that uh, he's that big enormous jolly fat man. He's you know? If he were to ever lose weight, he'd be that fat guy who always looked better when he was fat. You know that type. But he could donate his skin to burn victims. Whatever you need to do. I mean, yeah, because I, I, I don't I don't think I don't think he's ever losing weight. And he's probably going to live to be 90 because I think a lot of that is genetics. Sure. But if if he ever did do the weight loss thing, he'd, uh, yeah, he'd he wouldn't look good. It'd be too much. What do you do with all that? I don't know. What do you like best about being a comedian, Bill? <laughs> uh, the chicken fingers. <laughs> mm, got it. Every place has chicken fingers. Sure. You know what? I uh, the club in uh, Minneapolis that I play, uh, Acme. They uh -huh. have walleye there. Jesus, that's yeah, good what? fish. Walleye fish. It's a Great Lakes fish. Oh, like fried? You like it fried? I, I like it fried. I do fried mm. or, or broiled. You don't have to do much of the walleye. No. no and it's, it's it's the best eating, at least freshwater eating fish. I think there is. I like trout too. You get some good trout down in New Orleans. Stuffed trout. Oh, trout stuffed up yeah. With lobster. I probably had good trout, but I, I do. Yeah, I lean toward the walleye. But okay, all right, trout then. You ever done a gig, right. a comedy gig in New Orleans? Are, do they? Even yeah, have, I have. They have comedy. Who who would go to a comedy club in New Orleans when there's so many other things to do? What's it like? I, I have no idea. We did a we did a live we did a TV taping there that uh, for for a pilot. Uh, that never aired uh, called Big Easy Comedy and uh, very funny uh, you know we had nice theater and uh, and went around and ate oysters you know we had to do the beginning of the show uh -huh. so uh, ate oysters I love oysters uh, when they're good 
And when they're average, they're they're not they're not good. Yeah, they're nasty. And you have to eat them over and over. Yeah, like the place the place where they defy you to eat like a, a, a twelve dozen oysters, a gross of oysters. Mm-hmm. That's the eating challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that place isn't good. Did you try it? No. Oh, what good. kind of a weird no? You get I'll eat twelve people. oysters, but you no. know that's fine. Yeah, not a hundred. I've never yeah. I've never been into eating challenges, Mark. No. No. I, read your... I know you're not a fan either. No, I don't like it's gross. Just to to stuff your face with food. There's too many hungry people in the world, and it's it's gross and wasteful. Did you see just this past Fourth of July? Joey Chestnut won for the fourth time in a row, shoving all those hot dogs in his puss yeah. over at Nathan's. We should have him on the show. Fifty six hot. How do you eat fifty six hot dogs? Sixty nine. Sixty nine, dude. Oh, no, really? He broke his own record. Yes. What? What? What does it look like in the toilet the next morning? Oh. And you know what? You know, grossed me out the most because I watched it. You know, is that uh, like at one point he had like you know, like you know hot dog crumb on his eye and it never came off, and <laughs> and that was the most disgusting thing to me. That's his signature. He's getting thing. it all over his face. Come that's, on, that's gross. <laughs> uh, tell me now. I, I I know you're doing a big. You're doing like a live game show here in Los Angeles. Tell me we, about uh, that. Yeah, that, that I think you'll be doing uh, sometime soon, Mark. It's called uh, Stardom, D-U-M-B, and uh, it, uh, it is the uh, silly side of celebrity. Like, uh, like if we were talking, we would be, uh, you know, uh, craziest story wins, you know? Uh-huh. Weirdest stalker. Have you ever had a stalker? Um, no. Yes. I don't know that. I had I... two, but they're not considered stalkers. They're just, like, harassers. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've I've had people that like send me stuff and do weird stuff, but ne- I've never felt unsafe. We used to send you stuff because you, I mean, you hosted one of the most like almost it was kind of a polarizing show, but so popular when you were hosting studs. Were you getting crazy email, not emails, but regular mail from people? I, I get I get um, stuff from his stalkers. His ex girlfriend <laughs> sent me stuff. Yeah. I got some. I got some. I got some stuff from girls when I was hosting studs, Bill. Uh, I, uh, none of it bad. Um, a lot of it good, interesting. Actually, the first time I got letters from the public uh, was when I was in college. I was on Sale the Century. You know, I'm the all-time champion on Sale the Century. Yes, I know that. I mean, are you kidding? That's I met you. I met you after that. Yeah. Right. Uh, so. I got all kinds of letters from people that had seen me on sale the century. Most of them were like very nice and complimentary. Congratulations. I got a bunch of letters from this woman who lived in Malibu who I was 20 at the time. She was 35. So I thought, oh, my God, she's ancient. She's sending me sending me naked pictures of herself telling me, oh, come to visit me in Malibu. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do this. I'm like, wow. I kept them all. I still have them. I will bring them in. And next that week. woman's name is Yeti Lauren Bacall. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I can stalk you. All right, so st- <laughs> tell me more about Stardom. So it's just I'm people getting to get rid of you. People um, getting together. Yeah, I have. I bring uh, my funny friends up on stage, comics, celebrities, right. all at once, four, six, and um, and we. Uh, it's basically a talk show with game show elements. And, uh, and where do you do it? And, and it gets really chaotic. Uh, we did it last month at the Improv, and I'm not sure where the next one is going to be. Well, you've had Andy Kindler on. You've had uh, Oscar Nunez. You know, uh, yeah, 
Jimmy uh, Jimmy Pardo, Simon Helberg. We had Zach Galifianakis. We did it up in uh, the Sketchfest in San Francisco. Oh wow! And it was just killing. And yeah. When's your next one? Uh, uh, you know what? I don't have my date yet. I do. It's uh, August nineteenth at <laughs> Flappers, dumbass. <laughs> Why aren't you managing me? Why aren't you? Do you have an agent in Chicago? Uh, and are you still going back to Chicago? Yes, I'm still on Windy City Live in Chicago. I was you just there last week. You know, he won two Emmys, two consecutive years in a row. True story. Did you did you win two Emmys, Emmys Mark? Uh, two. Yes, I did. No way. I won in 2011, 2012, and we're waiting to find out about the nominations for 2013. <laughs> and what did uh, what category did you win in? On on camera talent. You know, host. Host and contributor. Host and contributor. Really? Congratulations. You should have been here for the show. He makes me carry them around. <laughs> yes, oh. they're here in the studio right <laughs> yeah, now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. I didn't know that. Thanks, buddy. Well, I, I want to come and see your show. It's at Fla- right, Flappers and Burbank. You should just do it. Sure, I would love sure. to. But you have a, a phenomenal lineup. Do you have space? For one more, you have, okay, this this month, in uh, August 19th, you're going to have Oscar Nunez, Baron Vaughn, Andy Kindler, John Doerr, Karen Kilgariff, Henry Dittman, and yourself. Uh, John Doerr uh, or Jimmy Doerr? It says John Doerr. Uh, John Doerr. Okay. I saw, I saw, on this last trip, I was going back to Chicago, I saw Andy Kindler in the airport, and we were chatting it up. So we're talking, oh, yeah. and uh, I, I, I love him. He's really funny. And some kid walks up to him. And uh, uh, it was it was a six six a.m. flight, so I was really tired, right? So I'm just sitting there. We chatted a little bit, then I was kind of going back to sleep. And some young kid walks up to Andy and says, "Hey, I'm a fan of yours. I'm thinking about going into comedy." And unlike ninety five percent of the other people in show business who would just say, "Hey, that's great. Let me sign an autograph and then walk away," Andy talked to him for like twenty five minutes and was asking really? asking him questions about himself. What do you like? What interests you? And and Clearly made the kid's day, but really took the time out to um, uh, be nice to him, extra nice, and really find out something and be encouraging to him. And I thought that was, I, I'd never, you know, I, I, you rarely see that. And I just thought it was really, really nice of him. Who would, how old is this kid? He was probably in high school, maybe first year, second year in college. Oh, okay. But, you All know, right. clearly, clearly very. Uh, enamored of Andy and a little nervous to go up and talk to him, and he was very generous with his time. And he talked to him for like a, twenty-five minutes. You know, when I was a when I was a kid in high school at our uh, at our tennis club, uh, Charlton Heston was there, really? and I asked him for an autograph, and he was delightful. Really? Uh huh. I would. And I he would've... wrote. What did he say? Yeah, he wrote on uh, on the sheet of paper. He said, uh, "Bill for good luck, Charlton Heston." Which, which you go, really? <laughs> <laughs> For good luck. Yeah, all right. And you carry, you, know. you carry that in your wallet to this day? Um, no, but I had that under glass in my uh, in my bedroom on my dresser uh, for years. Years. Well, he was a major years. movie star, Bill. Yeah, Charlton Heston, right? Uh, Moses. That's that's how I knew him. I didn't know Moses. I didn't know of Spartacus. I just knew him as Moses. He wasn't in Spartacus. That was Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Kirk I don't know Kirk Douglas. He was Spartacus. I, <laughs> I just know of uh, the Birdman of Alcatraz. I just know of Casablanca. That was Humphrey Bogart. Um <laughs> right, Spartacus, Kirk Douglas, right. 
Um, I think Bill's doing a data dump. He's just saying every name that, he, that comes into his mind. He has no idea what he's talking about. Are you, are you oxygen deprived, Bill? Take a deep breath. How about um, I've never met I've never met Bob Eubanks, but I met Monty Hall. He was delightful. He was delightful. I met him too. Yeah. Well, you worked for Monty Hall. I did. Yeah, I did a, a like a. A reboot of Let's Make a Deal for Fox uh, primetime. Right. And you know what? You are the correct guy who could have done that. I don't know what happened to that show or what they did. Did they fiddle it with it too much? They did. It was, called, they were- it was called Big Deal. We had Big Bad Voodoo Daddy as the house band. We were like a little bit ahead of our time, I think. It was, it, mm-hmm. it, was like yeah. a, it was like a game show that was like a variety show, and it was just a big, big-ass show. We did it on uh, the biggest soundstage in Hollywood, uh, Soundstage Two at Disney in Burbank, and it was uh, it was great. And uh, yeah, it, we were up against sixty minutes, and we got hammered, basically. Right. Well, they, why wouldn't they know that? Of I course, know. I mean they're going to know you're going to get hammered. So just I know. you know, you know, let it let it run a little bit. Come on. Well, that's the thing about show business, Bill. We get hammered, and we keep getting up. We keep getting up. They did that show. They did uh, "Let's Make a Deal" with Billy Bush. Yeah. After that, mm-hmm. there's there's a yeah comedy genius. <laughs> right, and um, he he had an IFB in his ear. They had to tell him what to do. I you know. know. I know. Whereas Monty Hall and you, you know, you know how to react. Right. You don't need that. Yeah, uh, IFB, for people that don't know, is like a little radio they put in your ear so that the people in the control room can tell you, look to your left, or they'll give you jokes to say. Which, basically, yeah. when you wear an IFB, it's basically your bosses, the producers, saying, we don't think you're smart enough to do this show without our input. Right, but in some cases, you you, you would obviously have to use it. Well, uh, Cash cap. Right. Cash cap. Absolutely. Or if you're you doing live TV, cap. you got to have something in your ear. When we do the Chicago show, when we're doing our panel stuff, we have an IFB just so that our, our boss, Marlon, sure. can scream at us. Yeah, and you got that up. guy. Five, se- five seconds. Four. Five seconds. Five seconds. Four. Uh, Bill, tell us, tell us something funny before we let you go. We're going to wrap up the show. But I want, hurry, hurry, be funny. For some people, some people, unfortunately, probably haven't had the chance to see you live and get a little flavor of the Bill Dwyer comedy. So if you can share something funny with us right now, we will laugh and all of America will laugh, Bill. Ready? Go. God. Yeah, I have a friend who uh, who went online, you know, to find his soulmate. First of all, I don't know if he has a soul. Uh, I'm not sure about that. He eats Taco Bell at two in the morning. I don't know if uh, I don't know if that means you have a soul. I don't think that's soul food. But uh, he went on uh, eHarmony, which advertises that they match people on 34 levels. Uh-huh. And to that, I say, what the what the 34? Le- who has 34 levels? I ask not you, in LA. who? Not in LA. Gandhi? No. I have maybe three levels. Maybe. The maybe. outer shell, the inner world of lies, and my colon. That's it. That's a well, level. Don't you have a layer of nougat as well? <laughs> I don't know. Layers. They don't have a camera for that yet, Mark. I don't know. It's more like crunchy caramel. <laughs> yeah. Eat- oh, that's a... And the layer of nougat I just discovered. I'm tagging that joke Take with it. that joke it's tomorrow yellow. night when I'm at the Federal Bar. You're, you're at the Federal Bar tomorrow night? Uh, yeah, in the Valley. We'll yeah. be there. I wait. <laughs> All I right. check my schedule. 
I have yoga. Oh, too bad. I've got I've got Dwyer. <laughs> you got Dwyer. I got yoga. You got Dwyer. Well, Billy Dwyer, thank you so much for joining us on the Fork on the Road. What's your website? Uh, there is uh, BillDwyer.com, and of course, I'm on uh, Facebook and Twitter. But you spe- and Bill is spelled with one L, of course, yeah. because it's quicker that way. <laughs> That's that's not a good thing and to say. Dwy- about you even spelled Dwyer weird. D W Y E R. E R, yeah. No, I don't spell that weird. Is that the right way to spell it? Yeah. But Bill Your sports editor for the Times spells it weird. Right. I mean one L, that's kind of pretentious. When you say B I L Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes yeah. and <laughs> It is completely pretentious. (laughs) Well, I think you're delightful, Bill. You're one of the funniest people on the planet, and uh, people can see you. If you're in Los Angeles this week, uh, come and see Billy. And uh, if you're not, come back on August 19th. See him at Flappers with his show, Star Dumb. Good man, Mark. Thanks, Bill. Good woman, Yeah, baby. We'll see you tomorrow. Rock on, Peach Pants. See you guys later. Bye-bye. That's Bill Dwyer, one of the good people. <laughs> hilarious. Really funny. He is a sweetheart, isn't he? He is. He dresses right. like a fop, but he's hilarious. But he is the talk of the party. Everybody had to do with those pants and with that belt. Yeah. Big old belt. He's, he, he's like a pastel Elvis is what Bill Dwyer is. <laughs> you can go to BillDwyer.com. You can find him on Facebook and uh, Twitter. And if you really, if you have a chance, if he's coming to your town, wherever you live, go see him. He's hilarious. And we're going to go see him tomorrow. We are. Uh, so that is it. That's wrapping up show 13. Nothing broke. No black cats walked across the studio. Not I think yet. We, right. Meow. Uh, well, since you hate the blues, Meow. I doubt any black cats are going to be coming in here. Meow. So Meow. we are missing that. So keep listening, keep watching. Uh, we have a new show every Thursday. Uh, listen to us on the, the iTunes here. Also follow me at, at Mark DiCarlo on Twitter. You can also find me on Facebook and uh, at MarkDeCarlo.com. You can find Yenny at TravelingDiva.com. That's right. Where we have lots of deals on travel, great places to go uh, for cheap. And um, next week, we have three more fantastic people. We got John Campanero, who's a very funny comedian. We have the one of the cultural attaches of the city of Chicago is going to tell us about the cool high crust, upper crust highfalutin things to do when you're in Chicago and sightseeing. And we have a, sep- a special surprise guest. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you remember who the guests are. <laughs> so that is a fork on the road for this week. We thank you for listening. You can always call us at 424-250-FORK. That's 424-250-FORK. You can leave us a question. We will get back to you. We'll talk to you on the air. And um, this is an easy one here. Every week we're uh, having people uh, join our contest to give away the Vivitar 850W underwater camcorder. All you have to do is list our guests. We only had one guest Yeah, Bill Dwyer with one L. With one L. But we will forgive any misspellings of that name. Follow me on Twitter and do hashtag a fork on the road. Give us Bill Dwyer's name and you will get entered and we will be doing the drawing next week. On the air, we're going to award that camera to someone. So thank you for listening to A Fork on the Road. We wish you happy travels. Travel on your tongue. Yay! Next to me, that's the traveling diva, Yanni Alvarez. I'm Mark DiCarlo, and we will see you at A Fork on the Road. And the way you look tonight
Yes, your love.